What is going on and welcome to another episode of The Devil's Advocate. In this podcast, Tim and Jared have authentic conversation covering their faith, spirituality, and what it means to have a biblical worldview in a postmodern culture. Our goal is not always to agree, but to search truth together. Stick around. Hello, and welcome to episode two of The Devil's Advocate. My name is Tim, and with me again is my co-host, Jared. Jared, how are you doing today? Doing good, man. Living the dream. Or the nightmare, right? Yeah, it depends on how. It's all perspective. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, my man. So um, it's been a little while since we've jumped on the, um, uh, whatever this is, on our podcast together. And uh, I just kind of want to catch up and kind of see what you've been up to and how uh, the last week has treated you. Yeah, things are good. Life is busy. Always, always figuring out, you know, what's going on. We actually had a guy close to town that was giving away some free sod he had bought too much sod and so i went and picked it up and uh was trying to prepare the ground to lay some sod and did something to my knee so uh that kind of messed me up yesterday but uh i'm doing better today feeling good ready to to rock and roll nice nice my man yeah we uh we haven't had anything quite that dramatic happen on our end we did have our one and a half year old now is learning how to express herself and she has decided to start biting and scratching, and we are dealing with that in the house. And uh, so that's been a trial. But other than that, it's been pretty easy going, just kind of doing our thing in the house and uh, kind of watching some of this craziness around us unfold with uh, uh, the election and the pandemic and just oh, taking a day at a time. That stuff's still going on? Oh, I know. <laughs> it's like you almost want to. Here we are filming a podcast, and things like that kind of make you want to shut off on social media for a while. It just gets to be, and I was guilty of it too. I jumped in a lot. Um, I felt kind of very passionate about some things that uh, have, you know, been going on, and uh, I've kind of learned a life lesson that sometimes uh, it only took me 38 years to find out that sometimes keeping your mouth shut is uh, the best uh, avenue to go. Yeah, it it's hard to find that balance between wanting to make your own point and being a good listener. Uh, yeah, and I think that that's a, a skill that is lost uh, for for many of us these days. And so, but hey, it's got to start somewhere, right? So why not start with us? I like it. I like <laughs> it. Well, today I wanted to talk about, um, and you and I kind of discussed it before we started the show, but um, the thought that, uh, and hear me out, that. Is religion and our value system or belief system based on where we are born? Um, and I know that's kind of heavy, but I think about how I came to found uh, came to find God and uh, how um, I became a Christian. And you know, at first it was just me going to church because my parents went to church and they happened to be Christians. And uh, I've done a lot of soul searching myself after the fact, but I wanted your idea on. Uh, how much validity you do think or um, don't think there is to that. And, uh, um, you know, if, if it does happen to be that uh, your belief system is uh, based on um, kind of your geographical location and how you were raised, um, sure. how does that impact people who um, aren't followers of God? 
Yeah, and that always brings up the question, too, you know, where people will argue, uh, how can you know what's truth and what's not truth? Because, hey, I was born in India, and so uh, I'm Hindu, you know, or, hey, I was born in, uh, I don't know, the Middle East, and so uh, I'm a Muslim, you know. So, uh, and, and certainly that has an impact, right? I mean, uh, our our family systems and our cultural context that we grow up in absolutely play a part in uh, our, our religious beliefs and our faith and, and, and really everything that we do, even from uh, our, our, our morality, right? Uh, we, we learn that within the context of, of growing up. And so uh, certainly that's a valid question. Um, it's a question that I think a lot of people have. Um, and there's actually, uh, throughout history, there have been people that it has been their, uh, their strife really to go out and disprove Christianity because of, of that very, very thing. And one of the most famous people I can think of is C.S. Lewis. Um, C.S. Right. Lewis is who wrote uh, the Chronicles of Narnia. Um, one of my he, faves. Was, he was good friends with J.R. Tolkien. Um, J.R. Tolkien was actually a Christian, and uh, they were hanging out with each other, and uh, C.S. Lewis was, you know, he was a, I don't know if he was an, an atheist or an agnostic, he was one of the two, um, but basically was one of those guys that went out to disprove uh, Christianity, and um, it was through uh, that that search uh, to to make it not true that he actually discovered, wow, this stuff is actually true. Um, and that's, I mean, there's lots of books. There's uh, Lee Strobel has The Case for Christ, and his is all about that same type of idea, right, where uh, he wants to go and disprove uh, Christianity and ends up finding Jesus through it. Yeah, no, I love that book. I'm actually reading uh, that one, and then uh, next on my list is The Case for Creation. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, very interesting reads. And um, uh, I just wonder, because... You know, I'm sitting here in my house and my conviction feels the way it does just because that I've done uh, not just soul searching, but I've done uh, some reading just like that. I've talked with people like you. Um, but I, I also think to some extent that I'm I'm surrounded by people or like-minded individuals, right? So what if there's somebody who practices um, Buddhism or Hinduism? They're just passionate. Um, you know, they they get the same feelings on in their religion and when they practice religion as I do here. Um, you know, what in the afterlife, uh, the Bible, if, if there's been people of different religions who have been exposed to the Christian faith and don't accept it. Um, and I need to brush up a little bit on this. What, what does it mean for, uh, people of different faiths, uh, that, um, you know, go to their deathbed without accepting Christ. Does, does that mean that uh, um, because they were raised and they were indoctrinated and they, maybe indoctrinated is the wrong word, but they, they deeply believe in their faith system, does that mean that, uh, uh, you know, they don't have entrances into heaven? Sure. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's a, a really, really difficult question because, I mean, I'm not the judge and you're not the judge, so that we, right. we ultimately don't get to, to make those decisions. That's that's God's deal. Um, it's one of those things, too, where it feels super unfair. Um, I think that's that's a legitimate place to stand where it's not fair that this person wasn't allowed to hear this or hear that. And um, yeah, it, it there's certainly different scripture that would point to 
uh, you know, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, you know, in, in John, yeah. where uh, I can't get around that one. Um, there's another scripture that people like to use. I can't think of the reference off the top of my head, but basically talks about, hey, you can look around and you can see creation and you can see that God exists. And so anybody who denies him is uh, is not, uh, is going to be held responsible for that. Um, right, but right. There's also, man, I, I wish I would have done a little bit more research before we were talking because there's definitely another scripture as well that talks about how we're going to be held accountable for what we've been given. Um, I believe it's actually Jesus in one of the Gospels where he's talking and say, he who has been given, uh, you know, basically he's saying, I'm going to give you a little bit, and if you're responsible with that little bit, I'm going to give you more. You know, he who has been responsible with little will be given much. And so uh, I I think that there's uh, partially the reality, too, that, uh, we're going to be responsible for what God has revealed to us to be true, to what Jesus has revealed to us to be true. Um, I like that. Okay. Uh, you know, again, I'm not the judge. And so sometimes God does things that we don't like and we don't agree with, but God is God and I am not. And that that's really ultimately where it falls down to. Um, I, I can't discredit what, what the Word says that, you know, uh, you— he who believes in Jesus will be given eternal life, right? Like, how do you get around that uh, and say, oh, well, this person actually believes in uh, in Buddha or this person believes in, in Allah, uh, and, and they're not the same. They're not the same God. And so uh, there, there's that reality, and really it should motivate us that know the truth to be that much more diligent to share the truth. Um, but unfortunately, I think in our culture of, of you know, being okay with, hey, I believe this and you believe that, and let's just go along our merry way, uh, we're a lot less ready to take a stand on our beliefs. Sure. And you know, that's you bring up a good point because it's part of this podcast is kind of talking about, you know, what areas that I have a hard time understanding or agreeing with in the Bible. Um, and it's I think you hit a good point that it's we don't get to pick and choose. The Bible says what it says, and whether you choose to believe it or not has no bearing on whether the Bible says it. So I, I, I can respect where you're coming from right there. I I was having a conversation with one of my buddies about this, and he gave me a reply, and I want your take on this because I was trying to discuss this with him, and he replied that he believes that all these religions, all other religions kind of, tie in together and have been kind of watered down and over the years and that's why you have different religions in different areas and I I wanted to have a constructive conversation with him but I also haven't dived uh, that much into uh, that area of it it's a it's a remark that kind of caught me off guard and sure. I just off the top of your head, how much validity is there to uh, yeah. just a blanket statement like that? I think that that's a common argument. Uh, hey, you know, all all rivers lead to the ocean, right, is kind of the idea. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, where that breaks down really is uh, when it comes down to when, when we talk about who Jesus is, right? Uh, because uh, that that's ultimately the breakdown. Is Jesus who he said he was or is he not? Um, did Jesus actually die and raise, was he resurrected in three days or not? Um, because the God, 
that I serve, the you know, the Jesus that I know in the Bible is not the same God uh, as Allah. You know, they don't operate the same. Uh, the the Hindu God, the Buddhist God, they they are not the same God. And so, uh, to say that they're all the same, then you really don't know those those distinctions between the religions very well. Um, and there's even, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's very clear in Scripture that it says either you believe Jesus is who he says he is or you don't. Um, and right. ultimately, ultimately, that's where it falls down to, right, is, is do I believe that Jesus is the one, that Jesus is the way, or do I not? Um, and so I... I I, I can understand where that where your friend is coming from, but I would say with with a little bit more digging, you would quickly realize, man, these are not actually the same gods, and there is not the same path uh, to to getting uh, into eternity with God. The other piece of that that I would like to add is just the mm-hmm. uh, a, a very big distinction in, in Christianity and in following Jesus is that it it's Jesus who actually gets us into heaven, almost. Basically, every other religion, it's about me. Like, I have to do the right things to get myself into heaven. Um, I have to be. I have yeah. to. I have to be a good person. I have. You know, you can run down the karma route, right? Where if I'm doing good things, right. then good things will happen to me. But the flip of that is that with with Jesus, Jesus said, actually, y- you guys are unable to make it into my presence on your own, and that's why Jesus came is because we were unable to do it on our own, and so God did it for us. No other, right. no other religion says that. Every other religion is all about what I have to do. I have to pray the right way. I have to do the right things. I have to follow the law. And if I do it right, then hopefully uh, if I do, do enough good things, uh, when it comes to when I'm done being dead, uh, God will let me into his presence, right? Um, yeah, no, that's exactly right. And I, and I love that uh, you pointed that out. That's, that's something I, I, how do I say this? That's something that I, I knew in the back of my head, but I wasn't cognitively thinking about. And so hearing you say that out loud uh, makes a lot of sense. Um, that's why I talk to you. You're, you're a lot smarter than I am, and I'm just going to ask a question. True. So. <laughs> I don't think I'm much smarter than anybody, to be honest with you. Um, so what would you say, uh, if we scaled it down a little bit less, right, um, for uh, people of different walks, of different types of, whether you're a Catholic, a Presbyterian, um, Baptist, non-denominational Christian, uh, those all follow similar paths, and those all um, require accepting Christ and getting to heaven, right, for people who don't know anything mm-hmm. about religion? Yeah, so, okay. uh, I mean, I, I always say Parts of my theology do not get me into heaven, right? Me knowing the right things uh, do not get me into heaven. It's it's simply right. knowing Jesus and accepting that He is who He says He is, and that He did what He says said He did. Um, and if I believe that, and I believe that by putting my faith in Him, uh, that uh, I'm forgiven and made right with God, then that's that's what that's the most important thing. All the other right. stuff, not. Not that, I mean, we, we want to follow Jesus not because we're afraid and not, you know, we want to follow Scripture not because uh, because we have to. I want to follow right. Scripture because I love God so much that I, I, I want to please Him, uh, that I love Jesus so much that uh, I'm doing the things that I'm doing because I know that He knows what's best for me better than I even know myself. Um, and so... A lot of that, the extra stuff, the the division in denominations that I see, 
right? You know, I, we have to decide what you know. I've said this before. What what's a what's a closed fisted issue and what's an open handed issue? Uh, right. to, to me, closed fisted is is knowing who Jesus is and that I, I choose to follow Him. And then a lot of the other stuff is really open-handed uh, that we can have discussions on and, and have disagreements on, but ultimately we're agreeing on on who Jesus is. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I think, and, and I love when you go back to that open-fisted versus uh, closed-fisted because I think that's a good analogy that people can really relate to. Um, and this uh, second question, and I, I know I'm going to word this wrong, um, but how do... Being that there's such a large population that doesn't um, uh, believe in Christianity or they have a different faith. I think I was reading a statistic online that uh, 32% of the world's population is Christian. Uh, and then they broke it down. I think um, Muslims was right around uh, 23 25%. And then right behind that was Hinduism. Uh, that was in between 15 to 20%. And wh- one of the things that I got hung up on when I was looking at that is, um, you know, for a, for a God that wants everybody to be a believer, um, it, when you look at it globally, it, it seems like the deck is kind of stacked against uh, the Christian religion to kind of make a dent and uh, bring more people into Christianity because, uh, you know, you look how strong some of these other religions are in um, other, other countries. Um, and uh, I, I just, if God's goal is for us all to uh, become Christians and, um, you know, uh, to believe in him, and uh, it just seems like it's, like the deck is stacked against us to bring a majority of the people uh, in yeah. the world to that uh, conclusion. And I, that's something I have a hard time wrapping my head around, right? Like, if it's that easy to accept uh, I shouldn't say that's easy because belief is a hard thing. You know, we believe in what we can see and we can touch and feel. So uh, belief is a hard thing. So when you've already got somebody that has believed in something else, to get them out of that and come to a different religion altogether, that mm-hmm. seems almost insurmountable to me. I'm having a hard yeah. enough time just confirming my faith and having conversations with you. So I just, I don't... I guess I don't understand God's mindset. Maybe I'm not meant to. But yeah. when you look that only 32% of the world's population is Christian, then either we're doing something wrong as Christians and getting the word out, or you get what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. And, and to be honest with you, I'm with you on this one. This one is one of the things that frustrates me the most is uh, trying to understand why God does things the way that he does and, and that he doesn't just reveal himself. However, the thing that I think about a lot is that in the Old Testament, you have the Israelites, right? Like, that's the whole Uh Old Testament is the Israelites, and God is with them. Like, they're being led at night by a pillar of fire. They are being led during the day by uh, this pillar of cloud that... Uh, They see stuff happen all the time. God is feeding them manna in the desert every single day. And they have physical evidence in front of them every single day. And yet they still choose to turn away. Right? They still choose to say, hey, God, you do your thing, but I'm going to do my thing. And so uh, there's a part of me that gets frustrated and says, God, why don't you do more? Like, if you want these people to know you, why are you not doing more? And, And then the flip of that is, is... Uh, God says, man, I could show them everything that they ever wanted to see 
and yet they would still not choose me. Um, and I think that that's, that's part yeah, of, powerful. of the unknown that we don't know, is that right. God knows our hearts bef- better than we do. And I think that he already knows what it's going to take for us to turn our hearts to him. And there are just people out there that have already made up in their own minds, I don't care what you show me, I'm going to believe what I want to believe, and there's nothing you can do to change my mind. Um, and right. that's that's part of that freedom that God gives us, right, is that we get to choose to follow him or not follow him. I, I, I think I mentioned this to you before, too, that God doesn't bring people into heaven kicking and screaming. I mean, I honestly right. believe that uh, we're, we're given the choice to say, yes, I want to f- be with Jesus or no, I don't. And I think that even after death, uh, people are going to be, people will be given, you know, hey, this is what it means to to be in heaven is to be with Jesus. And there's going to be people that say, I don't actually want that. Um, And God will say, okay, that's your choice. You know, I want to honor that choice. And so... uh, So you think that there's people that would accept, for lack of a better terminology, fire and brimstone over being close to Christ? Uh, I don't think that if you were given those choice, anyone would pick fire and brimstone. But right. I, I don't. I think if they were saying, "Hey, you can come and be in eternity with me or not," people are there are going to be people that say, "I'd rather not be with you. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't gotcha. choose you." You know, uh, my grandpa right. used to tell me he he used to say, uh, "I think that on judgment day, God doesn't have to say anything. We already know in our hearts what we want." Um, and so. Uh, that that's not scripture or anything like that. That's just sure. kind of his own thoughts. I've had thoughts too of, man, what if on Judgment Day we we are given the option of being with Jesus or having our greatest temptation in front of us? What if they both of those things? They said, hey, you get to pick one of these forever. What do you pick? Um, and it, I mean, this is not biblical at all. This is just me playing games in my head. Um, yeah. <laughs> but man, if I had to choose between Jesus and my biggest vice, what would I choose? You know, if I had to pick one for all eternity. And and what Jesus wants for us now is to know him enough to know that, man, Jesus is better than anything else that we could possibly get in this world or beyond. Yeah. You, you know, and the, the, the thing I find comfort in, and uh, not that it means anything to anybody, but this is our podcast, so I'll say it, is that my biggest vice has never brought me permanent happiness. It's either brought me a hangover or late to work or fights with the family. And uh, so I kind of get what you're saying, but that's also, there's a lot of people out there that would be a huge uh, temptation uh, for. Um, So, uh, and I like that you think about those things because it shows me that I'm not the only one that has random thoughts in my head. And I I go down rabbit holes all the time. I got lots of good rabbit holes in my brain. So (laughs) good, good, because we've got a lot of episodes to crank out on here. Um, So I guess to kind of wrap this up, um, for for people who are, uh, you know, getting to know and studying and uh, looking at some of these different religions, because uh, uh, I I have to believe that somebody who's trying to find their faith, um, who either was atheistic or agnostic, is going to do the same thing and research kind of these different religions. And they're obviously going to um, look at some of the biggest uh, um, religions out there. You know, they're going to look at Christianity. They're going to look at, uh, um, you know, uh, you know, Hinduism and Buddhism, uh, Buddhism, sorry. Um, and things like that. And so, um, when you're, when you're going into there and you're starting to read some of these things, uh, what is the, we already talked about how selfless, uh, Christianity, 
um, is and how it's not kind of a self-serving religion that you've got to do this and that. But from, from just a bird's eye view of somebody who's reading the back of the book, um, wh- what's maybe another, not pointer, but what's another piece of advice we can give them as they're going through and they're analyzing these different religions and, you know, doing some soul searching and seeing where they fit in? Yeah, I would say uh, at least when it comes to with, with Jesus is, is really investigating uh, all of the evidence that is showing that he is who he says he is outside of Scripture. I mean, that's really what Lee Strobel's mm, doing in The yeah. Case for Christ, right, is uh, right. finding these other writings. I mean, one of the biggest evidences for, for Jesus is is the fact that his disciples were willing to die for it. Uh, people are not typically willing to die for something uh, that isn't true, um, unless they've been deceived to believe something is true. Uh, right. Right. But but every single one of them did, except for one who was put into exile. And uh, uh, that to me is, is, it's almost become a cliche, uh, you know, uh, at least in my circles as far as uh, why we follow Jesus. But at the same time, there's a lot of truth in that. And I would just sure. really encourage people to do their investigation. There's a, a good book out there. It's called The Kingdom of the Cults. Um, Ooh, and I'm going to write that down. Say, say that again. It is called The Kingdom of the Cults. I can't remember okay, cool. who it's by, but basically they go through uh, a bunch of different religions, and it talks about what they believe, why they believe, and then it talks about uh, the fallacies in them um, when it comes to uh, where they break down. And so uh, it, it's worth investigating. I mean, if you want to know God, I mean, Scripture says, seek and you will, sh- you sh- you will find, right? And so... Uh, seek the truth with an open heart and an open mind um, and, right. and trust that you're going to be able to find it. Um, just like so many people have over over the course of history, uh, St. Augustine, man, I'm pretty sure St. Augustine was also one that started off as an atheist and ended up uh, becoming one of our our f- foundational writers um, when it comes to, to knowing God. And so it, it, it just it happens over and over and over again. Uh, throughout history, these people who go to uh, trying their best to disprove Christianity uh, and right. end up coming to faith because uh, once they start looking at the evidence, they're like, man, how can you not believe this is true? Yeah, and I got a quick question for you because this is a side note um, because we were talking about uh, um, people who were atheists and then came to Christ. Was, was uh, and I apologize because you're a pastor. You're going to probably think, well, Tim should know this right away. Come on, Tim, but, get it together. <laughs> right? Uh, Paul, um, yeah. before, um, was was he an atheist or did he just hate Christianity? Did he believe so, it but hate so it? So Paul, Paul was a Jew, uh, and so okay. Paul was a Pharisee, meaning that he uh, practiced Judaism. Uh, they didn't call it Judaism back then. It's just what we call it today. But basically, uh, all of the Israelites were Jews before Jesus came. And then when Jesus came, he turned the whole thing upside down, right? Um, and so uh, okay, yeah. Paul was part of the original regime that's saying this Jesus guy is ruining everything. And so he he was very smart. He was scholarly. And so he took it upon himself to stomp out and kill this uh, Jesus thing that was happening. And so he went and started basically had a personal vendetta to go kill all the Christians and to make Christianity... Uh, not what it is, which it was never actually called Christianity until later. Um, But basically followers of Jesus, he was trying to get rid of it all. So in his mind, it could get back to 
what it what it was supposed to be. And, and in his mind, he was doing it as an act uh, to be faithful to God. Like it was, it was, it, uh, yeah, it was, it was intentional to that he thought that this Jesus was actually taking away from the righteousness of God. And so uh, that's why Jesus met him on the road and said, why are you persecuting me? Um, and we read that in the book of Acts. And basically Paul ends up flipping his whole life around and now becoming the biggest advocate and one of the most uh, proficient uh, Christian writers uh, of the faith uh, to help us know how to follow Jesus. And so uh, it, it's really quite the story of transformation. Yeah, yeah. And for anybody listening, there's your homework for the week. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about and want to find out a little bit more about it, that is a great example. So I'm glad you pointed out where um, you can find that. Uh, another thing that I want to say, too, um, for everybody is when you're doing your research, you are going to find articles from a variety of different people on a variety of different topics on every religion out there. And there are extremists in every religion you look at. So you really do, you can't just read the first thing you see on the internet and make a decision there or read the actions based on a few people and make a decision there. You've really got to do some legitimate soul searching and uh, have some true understanding and, you know, take some of these examples of Christianity that you see out there and take it for what it is. Because unfortunately, you know, I'm, uh, I'm on a smaller scale because I don't have a huge circle, but I'm not always the greatest example of what Christianity is, you know. And um, I just want people, like you said, to to have an open mind and, uh, you know, uh, dive in more than 10 to 20 minutes on the Internet and making a decision that way. Sure. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and just for some resources, uh, Ravi Zacharias is a really good. Uh, so defending the Christian faith is called apologetics. Um, I can't okay. tell you. I can't tell you why it's called apologetics, but that's what it is. And so, Ravi Zacharias is really good. Norm Geisler wrote a book called "I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist." Um, that's really good. Um, uh, yeah, that sounds. And so, uh, there. Those are just two guys that uh, I trust uh, where they're coming from and what they have to say. And so. Um, I would just encourage you. Nice thing about Ravi Zacharias is you can see stuff of his on YouTube. Uh, he passed right. away this okay. last. He passed away this last year, um, but you can find a lot of his his stuff on on YouTube. Uh, Norm Geisler actually passed away not that long ago either. Uh, wow. I, either as well. So, um, yeah, but yeah, check out those guys. Uh, do your research. Read Lee Strobel, uh, Case for Christ. That's a really good one, um, and you can probably talk more on that, Tim. But uh, yeah. Do your research and uh, and be open to, to allowing God to teach you through it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, just just so everybody knows, we aren't uh, affiliated with Lee Strobel or The Case for Christ. It just happens to be a really good book. Um, and I uh, just uh, throwing it out there. My favorite chapter is the area where he covers. Um, he sits down with an archaeologist, you know, and he goes over um, what he finds. And I. I think that that ties in a lot to the topic that we talked about, because um, in that chapter they're able to, you know, uh, date certain things that they find, and um, you know, uh, you can make your own conclusions. I don't want to talk too much into it, but uh, no, it's it's definitely a great book. I think it's pertinent to what we're talking about, uh, both with this podcast and kind of the topic today on, you know, which religion should I follow, um, and uh, I think that that's 
uh, one of the sources out there that can help you make an objective opinion. Um, and then you can go further down the rabbit hole and find books that, uh, that his sources have published on, uh, on this topic. Uh, and, you know, maybe that's something down the road that as we get more into this podcast, we can start having a list of references that people can look into, but, uh, I'm not prepared to do that right now. But, um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of rambling on, my man, but uh, is there anything else you wanted to add before we uh, wrap up today? No, I think that that's good, Ben. Sweet, sweet. I had uh, a lot of fun, and uh, I can't wait to jump on and do it again, and uh, I'll try and find a uh, another topic that uh, I'm going to stump you one of these days so you don't have that silky smooth answer all the time. Oh, man, I, I had to work through this one a little <laughs> bit. I had to think about it, so you're good. Awesome, my man. Well, until next week, I hope you have a uh, great weekend, and we'll talk soon. All right, buddy.